0: It's a good time in history to be quarantined because we have this connection that you can literally call the other side of the city, the other side of the world, and Mm -hmm. have a video chat. That's amazing. Welcome to the
1: 15 Minutes from Quarantine podcast, a daily dose of dry humor from two Americans living in the heart of Europe, hosted by January Newbanks and Tassie Gibson. Good den, dear listeners. First of all, we would like to thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us. We've been so grateful for the positive response we've received from our friends, family, co-workers, and even some strangers. It means a lot to us, so thank you. This episode has two parts because we started talking and had so much to say, we just kept recording. It just so happened that it divided nicely into two parts, so we've split it up. We'll be recording daily, so you can still look for a new episode tomorrow. Just think of the second one today as a bonus. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey there! Hi! Happy Tuesday! Yeah, same to you. Thanks. I don't don't think I'm registering what day it is, so thanks for the reminder. (laughs) What's going on on your side of the river? Oh, well... I have. I was watching that video with the guy who's promoting, like, making your face masks. Uh-huh. And it's in Czech. And I was watching him and, you know, working on practicing my understanding of Czech. Even though there's English subtitles, oh, I was trying not to cheat. Um, But I saw that he recommended cold shower in the morning. Yes, for, I saw like, that also. Yeah, for boosting your immune system. And... I don't know if that's an old wives' tale or not, but uh, I decided to try it this morning when I was showering, and I made it like to the count of ten, no Mississippi's
0: before <laughs> I made
1: a screeching noise and hopped out of the shower.
0: <laughs> I remember when we were in Budapest and um, you went into the really, really cold bath. Uh huh. Remember that? Yeah, I remember it was that too. Similar. although when we went to Hallstatt oh my gosh you were in that freezing cold glacier lake I was so impressed Tony barked (laughs) at you and told you to get out I know
1: (laughs) I actually really like cold pool and like the spas in Budapest um it's like it's so I mean it's it's torture but it's So invigorating when you get out, you're just like, I feel alive. It's like, for me, I I have talked to other people about this and they're like, that is not my experience. But (laughs) for me, but I also think that it's interesting, this whole cold shower thing, because it's not the first time that I've heard it from a Czech, but these people are real like conscientious about Mm -hmm. cold. If you're if any part of your kid's skin is showing, you're gonna get like a babichka
0: yes, lecture. Yes, yes, you have to be careful that you don't get a crick in your neck or your kidneys get cold. Or that's true. That's true. Yeah,
1: like the, if the shirt rides up, they think you're mm-hmm. gonna get a kidney infection. Like, yeah. I, I mean, like science doesn't really support that, but I.
0: <laughs> but the the cold thing is actually I think pretty scientific. I know that that's um. Oh, gosh. Now I would really need to go back into the vaults of my memory. But I know that I've read articles about they recommend um, like even women over 50 to um, swim in colder water. There's some kind of research about how, yeah, it's supposed to really boost your immunity and help with brain function and all kinds of things that you wouldn't expect. But don't quote me on this. I'd have to look it up. Well, they do that like whole polar
1: swim, and yeah, yeah. In Russia, they like swim in the lakes in the winter. You uh, know,
0: if sauna's been around this long, there must be some truth to it. And sauna is supposed to be really good for you. I mean, that's supposed to boost your immunity as well. And getting out and getting in the cold pool is part of it. So there it's must true. be something. Wives' tales stick around because I, I'm really like in them.
1: Yeah, I'm really kind of jonesing for a trip to Budapest now, and we can't travel, so it feels yeah. a little bit like torture. Yeah. I'm what about you? What's your first bullet trip? point?
0: Um, so my favorite meme of the day came from a friend, and it says, introverts, please put down your book and check on your extrovert friends. They are not okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so true. So, It made me think of, yeah, our podcast yesterday um, talking about solitude, but um, it made me think about how connected I've been feeling over the last couple of days. Um, I have had conversations with a friend in Budapest, actually, um, with a friend in Ohio. Um, I've gone walking with the dog um, with several friends in the neighborhood that I never see, And now we're, you know, trying to get out and get our mental health. We're staying our three to six feet away, don't worry. Um, But going for an afternoon walk after lunch or after work. Um, And it's interesting that for being quarantined, I'm reconnecting with lots of people in a very um, deep and genuine way and that people really care. Um, So yeah, it's it's been interesting to think about, huh, I thought I'd be alone and live in my solitude and I still haven't opened a book and I still haven't (laughs) watched a movie. I still haven't done any of those things because I'm connecting with the world. Yeah.
1: It's funny that you say that because one of my bullet points was it's really nice when friends check in with you.
0: Oh, see, we're on the same page.
1: I know. I was thinking about that. Like our friends in England checked in on us and yeah. Um. Yeah, just like my sister called my daughter to just check in with her the other day, and um, I guess yesterday. I don't know. All the days are mixing together now, but it feels good to to connect with people. Lucy actually had a play date over Skype with uh with her little friend that she made in her first Czech school. Um, and so it was so cute to listening listen to them um, just chattering away in check and playing school and they were taking breaks to do their homework and
0: oh, that's <laughs> it so was adorable. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. My friend Sarah, I talked to her earlier today, and um, her nephews live a couple hours from her, and so she said that they had made a dance party date and they were going to call and play loud music and dance around Aww. together
1: that's so sweet I love that I know I'm I am kind of worried about people as as we get a little deeper into this quarantine and people that like are going without physical touch because that's so important to your health and our humanness but but right now Skype seems to be or Skype or FaceTime or G chat or whatever people are using to whatever the cat
0: form. We don't support a, one of them over another. <laughs> whatever the kids are doing these days. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm learning so much, let me tell you. This week, the tech that's being thrown at me. Oof. I know. I took like a deep dive into TikTok today and <gasps> Ooh, I haven't been brave enough to open that up. I'm I'm still like I'm feeling granny-ish about it like
1: waiting for the Chinese government to steal your soul (laughs) that's part of it yeah (laughs) it is interesting but I was just I was just like what are these kids doing
0: (laughs) like it just boggles my mind I really can't I can't understand I can't understand I I like yeah, you're making a video of you doing something that all the other people are doing. I don't get it. It's not my thing, I <laughs> We're
1: old. We're old. <laughs> um, I think one of the most fascinating parts of it is, like, when they're live streaming their feelings. Oh. Uh, like, yeah, they're, like, crying. Like, we're, have, people were crying and talking about their anxieties about coronavirus. And, um, like, I just... Like, when I cry, I don't think I've ever felt the impulse to turn on, like, the (laughs) front-facing camera and film myself doing so. And I'm not, it's not a judgment. Um, No, I I get it, I get
0: it. People,
1: that's how they're connecting right now, but.
0: It could be a generational thing as well. There has to be a whole lot going on there. Um, Yeah, Yeah. I can't say I would, I can't say I would record myself. Nope. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you're not uh, a
1: big like emotion production, like not production
0: <laughs> emotion shower anyway. So like, oh, no, that's true. That's that's not my thing. I don't I don't go too high. I don't go too low. I kind of stay fairly even. And if I think I'm gonna go too high or too low, I bring it in. Yeah, you keep your cards close to the vest for sure. I. I posted the Simon and Garfunkel song on my Facebook this week. I am a rock. I am an island. And yeah. I was like, these people, they know my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I was just
1: listening. Well, Andy was listening to Simon and Garfunkel um, on vinyl the other day. Like, And it's oh. been really nice to have a record player because, like, the tangible connection to the music, like, we put it on and we sit around as a family and we listen to a record and, you know, kind of do our own thing. But it's it's kind of, like, bringing us together. It's becoming part of, like, the rhythm of family time and it's nice. Like, we put on a record in the morning that's chill and we kind of decide, you know, what we're going to listen to over dinner and And it's so much
0: music is what makes us human it's the thing that like we've carried through our evolution for so Mm -hmm. long that that need to express and I think it is important
1: yeah I feel like kind of a hipster talking about vinyl but like I think it was when we talked about getting a a a turntable or a record player or whatever you want to call it um we talked about, you know, Lucy and wanting her to like have the experience of listening to albums and the the artistic intent that goes into making an album that kind of is cohesive. And so we have a lot of like our favorite stuff from when we were dating, some old favorites. I found some like cheap you know, 99 crown, which is like four bucks, five bucks, um, six bucks. I don't know what the check crown is valued at right <laughs> now. I haven't right
0: checked now. the currency right now, so you know, we could be bottoming out, we could be rolling in the dough. No idea, haven't checked. No that idea. idea.
1: I know, I'm just like, mm, whatever will be, will be.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, we're not spending money anyways, right? So,
1: <laughs> no, well, kind of. I keep, I have like an online shop addiction although I've, I haven't I haven't ordered from Amazon for like over two weeks which is kind of a big deal for me so yeah but it might it might start up again as we like start to
0: run out of things to do <laughs> uh, my bullet point number two for today was I actually ate three meals I'm so proud of myself oh my gosh yay. I know and they were semi-planned after yesterday's debacle of like not having a lunch and then shoving cold food into my mouth before I called you in the evening, um, I was like, we need to do better. It wasn't perfect, but I got some strategies down and I'm eating real food and it's hot. Yes, hot. <laughs> Even though I'm at home and I should be doing this, I was like, oh, I'll cook these gourmet three course meals. uh. So. yeah, I mean
1: like check lunch out is such a I know. Part I always of the, eat lunch out. Yeah, it's part of the culture here. I mean, like lunch out is super cheap. It's like five or six dollars. And mm-hmm. every restaurant has a lunch menu, which I think is kind of a European thing in general. Mm-hmm. Um and it's you know, you can eat at nicer restaurants for cheaper prices. And so when That's you're kind a of good used, deal. Yeah, so when you're kind of used to that being like That's kind of the main meal here, right?
0: Right, right. Most people have a hot lunch and then you have a smaller dinner or a cold dinner like bread and um, cold cuts and cheese or something like that. A salad maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And like... That's kind of what I'm used to. I don't do the full on cold cut dinner um, also because I'm kind of going vegetarian for environmental reasons or Mm -hmm. flexitarian, I should say. I'm not not eating meat, but I'm not eating meat at home um, Mm -hmm. quite often. And so, yeah, I've been used to exactly eating out and then at home just having a salad or soup or something a bit smaller Um, And faster. And now I'm like, three meals a day, huh? Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting how, like, you're, what you're used to from growing up kind of comes back to you when. Yes. When you're kind of pressed. It's. That's not a well formed thought, but you get what I'm saying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, actually, that's exactly what I started realizing is that basically, I just want comfort food uh, to the point where last week, I don't know if I sent you the picture of this or not. um, And I don't know if your family would have eaten this because you're not as Appalachian as I am. Um, Did you ever eat mush when you were growing up? So basically, now in the fancy hipster world, it would be called polenta. Um, But basically, it's fried Mm. cornmeal. You make a cornmeal patty or a cornmeal block. You can fry it or you can bake it. Um, But it's denser than like a cornbread that Americans would eat. um, Because the cornmeal and it's a bit more savory rather than sweet. Um, Mm -hmm. And I grew up eating mush. You would buy it um, pre-made in a package it was already like um put together and like solid block of of cornmeal prepared and then you just cut them into pieces and you'd fry them um and I made mush the other day and called my mom and told her and she was like wow comfort food eh <laughs> <laughs> so it's true I've been wanting all the carbs all the all the good stuff from growing I up. want all the
1: potatoes Mmm,
0: potatoes. Which I'm
1: in a good place for that, but (laughs) yes, so true. I'm still confused on the ABC potatoes.
0: Oh, so I don't know which is which is which. I would have to look it, but up. But basically, one potato, like let's say potato A, it'll say on the bag is for potato salad. So it would be a um, potato that's a little bit more solid. And I don't know exactly how they determine this, if it's by age or by type of potato, because, you know, there are like 300 varieties of potatoes. Um, But then like B would be for uh, mashed potatoes. So it's like a softer, mushier potato that'll be good for pureeing. And then I don't know what the third type is. But um, yeah, you kind of it should say it on the
1: bag. Bodies are quirky and weird. It probably has like it's probably some sort of glandular thing or whatever. Or, but
0: because okay, this is where Tassie did not get a medical degree. So is it <laughs> BO? It's caused by like your body's bacteria and little enzymes and whatever's living on you mixing with your sweat. And basically when they break that down, what we smell as BO is their their um like Waste from breaking down whatever they're eating on you. Um, so maybe so you just have some really like smelly guys in one pit that didn't immigrate to the other pit.
1: My left armpit bacteria have really smelly poop. And <laughs> there,
0: there you go. If you were going to summarize what I said that's not medically accurate at all, that's it. <laughs> maybe Maybe they need a probiotic. I love it. I love it. If we have any doctors listening, please weigh in. <laughs> 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 we made a disclaimer that we are not experts on the things we discuss.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're basically not experts on anything. Like, neither. I mean, <laughs> you're an expert in grammar and linguistics. <laughs> and I was a... I'm a pretty good photographer, and yep. other than that, um,
0: <laughs> I just like to read a lot of stuff, so... And remember, my problem is I read a lot, and I remember, like, 0.3%. Just enough <laughs> to be like, I've read an article about that. Oh. That's so
1: useful, though, because it's it's kind of like having... Um, like, you have these little prompts, and then, like, I go Google stuff that you said, and I'm like, oh, fascinating. <laughs> like, like you were talking about how the studies have shown that masturbation is good for your immune system, so I Googled that, and I added into our show notes for yesterday, just in case anybody is curious about it. It is good for your yeah, immune system. Yeah, I know. And has several other... Health benefits as well, which are outlined in the article, which I will not talk about again today.
0: Good, so, good. Um... <laughs> as all right, turns so... into a 1950s housewife. <laughs> let's talk about other things.
1: <laughs> I know you guys. You guys should all know that being friends with me uh, pushes Tassie's like um, social, like social boundaries at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the one who just likes to poke at stuff and Tassie's like can we just leave that alone and I'm like no absolutely not we have why to talk gonna about this put us together I know it works well so that was part one of today's two-part episode We also have some exciting news I wanted to share with you today. We are now finally available on Apple Podcasts, so you can find us on all major platforms. We would love it if you would like and share our episodes with your friends, but if you could also take a moment to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, that would help us out tremendously. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for part two of this episode where Tassie and I talk about one of our favorite subjects, books. See you soon. This podcast is brought to you by the coronavirus outbreak.
0: Live together, die alone.